Welcome to Changing Worldviews podcast with Sharon Hughes, broadcast journalism you can trust to bring you the truth regarding the issues of our day and the worldviews behind them. We've just entered into 5784 on the Hebrew calendar, the year of the open door. The new global governance report talking about what will be the trigger issues that could compel the major countries of the world to have to come together and form a global system of government. The issues that you're raising, you're not answering the question. Do you think it was... China's military is becoming a formidable force. In 2022, it had a standing army of just over 2 million, and it has the largest navy in the world. It's going to be a continuing military buildup in Iran in conjunction with Russia. There's fears that we cause significant harm to the world. I think if this technology goes wrong, it can go quite wrong. A man of science who sought to create a man after his own image. Now, here's Sharon. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this first edition of Changing Worldviews of 2024. I know I don't need to tell you that this is a crucial year, not just because it's a presidential election year here in the United States, but because there are many agendas of many organizations, whether it has to do with globalization, the Great Reset, or it has to do with the economy, or it has to do with biotechnology and AI. And how about Israel in the Middle East? the truth about what's going on there, as well as cultural issues, the family, education, the media, entertainment. We're going to do our best to expose what's really going on as we talk about not just the issues, but the worldviews behind them. We want to look at how deconstructionism is being used to strip away freedom and strip away faith in the church, as well as strip away the family. You know, whether it has to do with secularism or humanism or pluralism, we will continue to cover the issues that matter most, the issues that affect you the most, the issues that we are dealing with right now that many believe have to do with what the Bible calls the end times. But I have to tell you that I am pretty excited about the year 2024 because I do believe it's a year of the open door. And I'll tell you what I mean by that a little later on in the show. But today we want to give a broad brush overview of what some of the quote experts are saying we can expect to see take place in 2024. And we're also going to have some new segments here this year on the show. We're going to be joined by experts on every one of the issues that I mentioned on a regular basis, as well as an edition of the show where we will talk about how we can indeed stand strong in the day in which we live with guests who have overcome tremendous challenges, obstacles, heartaches even, and are still standing strong. The kind of stories that are inspiring, like a shot of vitamin B12 in the arm to give us strength in the face of whatever it is that we may be facing. So stay with me because today I think you may even be a little shocked with some of the things that are planned for 2024. And I'll be back with all of that right after this. That order seems to know, know, uh, not be uh, the order anymore. We are on the way to a new order. So we are between orders. You're listening to Changing Worldviews with Sharon Hughes. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Every day, nearly 4,000 unborn children are denied life and love. National Right to Life is working to change that. For more than 30 years, National Right to Life has worked through education and legislation to make sure that every child is given the opportunity to share their love, their gifts, and their talents with the world. Our work now is more critical than ever. Respect for life is being attacked on all fronts and at all stages, from the tiniest unborn child to the medically dependent and disabled to our elderly citizens. Join with National Right to Life and countless other pro-life men and women and make a unified stand for life. This has been a perspective on life from National Right to Life. For more information, visit our website, www.nrlc.org. That's nrlc.org. Alive Again, the breakthrough world-class aloe vera wellness drink with proven health benefits and life-changing testimonies to match. I'm originally from Arlington, Texas, where I graduated a two-sport All-American in track and football. Went to Oklahoma State University on a football scholarship before signing with the Ottawa Rough Riders and the CFL. And I went in and my doctor said, William, I'm, I'm, I'm really amazed. Your numbers are, are coming down. You know, what, what are you doing? And then that's when I told him, I'm taking this alive again. He said, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because... Like I said, if you keep doing this, then you're not going to have to take your blood pressure medicines and your cholesterol medicines, and that was, that was huge for me. Research suggests that the nutrients found in Alive Again may enhance energy, promote a healthier immune and cardiovascular system, stabilize cholesterol, blood pressure, and blood sugar level, and so much more. An easy way to get a healthy portion of your daily fruit requirements in a delicious, health-enhancing nutritional delivery system. And special for our Changing Worldviews listeners, if you would like to get Alive Again for a 20% discount, just go to apexhealth.life slash Sharon. 20% discount for this fantastic product. So before we get into the issues that we want to give a broad brush coverage of as regards to what may or will take place in 2024, I think it's good to take inventory here at the beginning of this new year and the examination that we all need to do or should ask ourselves is which kingdom are we getting our cues from? There are only two kingdoms on the earth today, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. Which kingdom is informing us as to what the truth is? And frankly, that's why we talk about the worldviews behind the issues so that we can be well informed and be able to connect the dots so that we can come to the truth, the real truth that we're all looking to be enlightened about and we don't want to be deceived by any kind of darkness that masquerades itself as light. So right off the top here, USA Today says the trends to watch or to mark your calendars of some of the biggest events that are going to be happening in 2024. Of course, the presidential election. Also, there's going to be a total solar eclipse. NASA's Artemis number two mission is supposed to take off. Of course, both the Democrat and the Republican conventions and the like. And the top 24 security predictions for 2024 from the website govtech.com. They say there's going to be more effective cyber attacks than ever before against everyone with bad actors leveraging Gen AI tools to find vulnerabilities 
Shadow AI will grow along with governance challenges. They say as regards to election cyber attacks globally will be center stage. There'll be misinformation on elections, voting machine and virtual cyber attacks, data surrounding voter lists. Those are the predictions from govtech.com. And there's 24 of them. You can Google it to read all of them if you'd like to find out what the rest of the 24 are. And according to a report by Time Magazine, some of the predictions for 2024, particularly as it relates to AI, is that the semiconductor chip shortage became the first physical manifestation of the AI boom in 2023. So in 2024, they say electricity demands will become the second shortage They predict that the proportion is likely to increase sharply as AI systems are trained and run on ever larger amounts of power. They predict that AI will continue to be used in a variety of applications, including geopolitics, governance, diplomacy, security, human rights, economy, encryptions, identity, content, and inclusion. And back to the predictions of elections, cyber attacks will be misinformation on elections and voting machine and virtual cyber attacks. And again, data surrounding voter lists, people, process, and technology cyber attacks will occur. Well, we'll keep our eye on all of that, but those are predictions. But if you want to know what's going on economically, if you want to know what is going on with the development of global governance, then you'll want to keep an eye on all these real agendas. Hang with me as I go through these because they're very important as regards to what is planned for 2024. I won't be able to give you the agendas of all these. I'm just going to give you calendar events. And if you have listened to our show for any time, you already know what some of these agendas are. And of course, at future shows, we will give you updates about what's really happening this year. Bottom line, it's all about forming a global governance or a global government or a one world order, as Joe Biden calls it. So global summits to watch, and I'm getting this off of the Council of Councils, which is part of the CFR, the Council on Foreign Relations. They say there's going to be many consequential summits, and I'm reading here, that will seek to build off of and implement ambitious targets, pledges, and goals that have already been agreed upon. And there's AI for Good Summit that's going to be in May in Geneva. And they say that this summit will bring together governments, nonprofit research institutions, corporations, and international organizations. And they want to know how best to use AI to achieve the sustainable development goals by 2030. We've talked about that a lot on the show, and we will update you on what that's all about. Then there's the G7 that's going to be in Italy in June, is expected to discuss further specifics of de-risking and diversifying approaches toward economic relations with China. That will be a very important one to watch. NATO is meeting in Washington, D.C. in July. They're supposed to focus on managing the threat of instability in the Western Balkans. When you read up on why the Balkan states are important to NATO, 
Alvarado, primarily the states they're looking at are the ones that are kind of squeezed between the Baltic Sea to the west and north and Russia to the east. And one of the vulnerabilities there is that Russia and its ally, Belarus, maintain military bases along their borders. So that would be the reason why NATO would be wanting to keep an eye on that, but also providing humanitarian aid to the Gaza Strip. The thing to watch there is, are they going to give it only to the Palestinians that have been victims of this war, or will they equally give to Israelis? And then, of course, the opening of the U.N. General Assembly in New York in September. I'm reading here. A major highlight this year is going to include the long-anticipated Summit of the Future, which was proposed in our Common Agenda Report of 2021. What is that agenda all about? Well... Let me tell you, in their own words, the Summit of the Future is a high-level event bringing world leaders together to forge a new international consensus on how we deliver a better present and safeguard the future. The summit will take place in September 2024 in New York on the theme of, quote, multilateral solutions for a better tomorrow. The summit's outcome will be a pact for the future, comprising five chapters on key areas of global governance. The summit will build on the 2023 SDG Summit and a preparatory ministerial meeting. So you might want to look up what is the SDG Summit and what is a preparatory ministerial meeting. Now, I know that's a lot of information that you say, how in the world does this affect me? It all will affect you and me because these are things that are put in place using language that is not clear or is not really telling us everything about what the agendas are. But if you want to know what's going on economically, if you want to know what is going on with the development of global governance, then you'll want to keep an eye on all these conferences that happen every year. We're going to take a break, and when we get back, what happened recently, just so you can hear it out of their own mouths, in their own words, probably going to shock you. We have a kind of cultural, very ingrained habit of not taking damage to nature as seriously as we take damage to people and property. There's no equivalent in the environmental space. Coming to you from the Sierra Nevada foothills of Northern California, you're listening to Sharon Hughes, saying it like it is. Hello, this is James Robinson. I'm encouraging all of you to join us in prayer for the upcoming elections. We must not only participate with active participation in the vote, but also prayerful participation. Jesus said if you want your house to stand, you must build it on a solid foundation. He said the unshakable rock is hearing and doing what he says, following his word. In this critical point in human history, we must have godly leaders, those who will abide by his irrefutable unshakable principles. I'm asking you to join us in prayer that people will vote, vote their convictions based upon principles, and vote for those who will uphold principles, not sell out to political parties or partisan positions. You can sign up for the Pray the Vote Presidential Prayer Team website, www.presidentialprayerteam.org. 
Become a part of this vitally important effort with me as we pray for the upcoming election. Hi, my name is Leona. I'm from Templeton, Massachusetts. I've been bothered with heartburn for quite a while, and I didn't know what to do, so I researched LOA Pest, and from day one, I, I've been on it for like three months now. I haven't had one heartburn, and it's helped me a lot. I will keep on using it for a long time. And if you go to Apex Health, A-P-E-X, health.life, slash Sharon, you can order your first bottle or bottles at the special price. Call 833-334-5433. Again, 833-334-5433. Using the promo code Sharon Special. Okay, so here is in their own words, and who am I talking about? People that gathered together at the latest World Economic Forum. We've talked a lot about that in the past, what goes on there, what is planned. Here is some of what was said, just for the record. That order seems to know, know, uh, not be uh, the order anymore. We are on the way to a new order, so we are between orders. So we're in between orders. We're in between the old order and the new world order, and the new one is going to affect what we eat. And I predict that we will have proteins not coming from um, meat in the future. They will probably taste even better. So why are we trying to mimic meat if we can have a better taste? But if a billion people stop eating meat, I tell you it has a big impact. Not only does it have a big impact on the current food system, but it will also inspire innovation of food systems. In most of Asia, rice is still grown with traditional methods, which requires flooding the fields. And when you flood the fields, you you basically kill the weeds with water, um, which sounds good, except it takes huge amounts of water. They basically decompose underwater, and when they do that, they release methane. And so actually rice production is one of the largest producers of methane, which is, you know, many times more, more toxic in terms of greenhouse gas emissions. And of course, if Al Gore, John Kerry, those have their way, not eating rice and meat will help us with the environment, as will the new cars that we drive. The fossil fuel polluters use a portion of their wealth from digging up dead things uh, from the earth and burning them in ways that destroy the future of humanity. They use some of their wealth uh, to confuse people. I get a little exercised about this uh, because I've watched it for a long time and it's driven by pure greed, pure greed. If we deploy electric vehicles, solar, wind, batteries, green hydrogen and the rest and we get to true net zero, Temperatures on the Earth will stop going up almost immediately. I am convinced beyond any doubt that because of the decisions being made in the marketplace now, because, I mean, you know as well as I do, even if, uh, you know, I don't want this, obviously, but if you wound up with a different president who was opposed to climate crisis, I got news for you. No one politician anywhere in the world can undo what is happening now. It's the biggest transformation in the economies of the world in all of human history. Aha, did you catch it? We had both Al Gore talking about people getting rich over using fossil fuels and John Kerry saying by managing climate change, it will be a boost to making money. 
It doesn't end there. I'll give you one more clip by this gal. I'm sorry, I don't know who she is, but she's talking about farmers are the bad guys because they're raising food and it's causing eco-suicide. Here, listen for yourself. We have a kind of cultural, very ingrained habit of not taking damage to nature as seriously as we take damage to people and property. You know, if you're campaigning for human rights, at least you know mass murder, torture, all of these things are serious crimes but there's no equivalent in the environmental space. With Ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do is make money, is, you know, is farm, is fish, is do all of these things that are, um, you know, producing energy and so on. It, what's missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects, around the collateral damage. Well, that's just a small fragment of the kinds of things that are discussed at Davos every year at the World Economic Forum. If this is new to you, I would encourage you to go to changeworldviews.com, our website, and click on the mic at the top of the page. That'll take you to our archives and look up shows that we've done on the subject because it's very important. It's really all part of what you, I know, have heard about, and that is The Great Reset. Well, even though there are such agendas happening in our world and some much more nefarious than what we gave you samples of here today, honestly, I still feel that 2024 is going to be a good year because it's the year, 2024 is the year of the open door. And that means open doors of opportunity. That means open doors of what is right and good if we will go through them. If we will go through them as a world, if we will go through them as a nation, if we will go through them as individuals. And I'll elaborate a little bit more on that when we get back from this final break. Thanks to the new world order, we'll never be alone. No private homes, no borders, nothing to call. You're listening to Changing Worldviews with Sharon Hughes. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This month's special is our Truth Wars Fake versus Fact series on CD for $25. Information that you can share with others as you're trying to get the truth out and help those in your circle of influence to know and discern between fact versus fake. So if you'd like to have this offer, just send a check to Changing World Views, P.O. Box 995, Cedar Ridge, California, 95924, or you could order it online at changingworldviews.com donate page. Sometimes we just need to be reminded that there are only two kingdoms in the earth today, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. Why do I say that? Well, because, as I said earlier in the show, we have got to be aware. We've got to be diligent to make sure that the information that we're getting about what's going on in the world today is coming from a source that is bringing the truth. And so in this crucial year of 2024, we want to make sure that the light of the truth shines in the darkness. 
You know, if you're in the house late at night, you have your lamps on and you open the door, the light goes out into the darkness. The darkness does not enter into your house. And so the truth is light. Jesus says, whoever follows me shall have the light of life. And so even in just practical terms, who better to follow than him? And I just have to say that I felt impressed that 2024 was going to be the year of the open door. And it was twofold. Number one, it's the year for us to open the doors of our heart and let the Lord in. If you've never done that, that would be for the first time to let him into your life. But if you've already done that, to open the door even more and let him come in. And he wants to heal, he wants to reveal, and he wants to prepare us for what's coming. And I felt like there are going to be open doors before us to go through. And I thought about how when Moses brought the people all the way to the promised land and he sent in spies to the land to see how it was, and 10 of them came back and said, oh, we can't go in there. There's giants in the land and we're like grasshoppers to them. But there were two, Joshua and Caleb, that said, basically, we are well able to go in and take the land. And so I felt like this is the year for us to allow God to prepare us, to prepare our hearts, to make us strong so that we can be like Joshua and Caleb and go through the open door into the land of his promises. There's going to be, I think, rich blessings this year, not only for salvations, but also for everything his Bible tells us that Jesus said in his great commission to make disciples of all nations, to heal the sick. And I also felt impressed that there will be some that won't go through those open doors because they'll be afraid like the 10 spies for whatever reason reason because of the giants. Because the giants represent, I believe, the enemy that wants to war against us being able to partake or receive the blessings of the Lord. So that's it in a nutshell. And you can do with this what you want, of course. But that is why I'm excited because I really do believe that in the midst of all the chaos that's going to be happening this year, and I think it's going to be worse for this presidential election than it was in 2020 in terms of the the battle that is going to happen leading up to and following whoever gets elected, that we want to be prepared for what is ahead. And of course, whatever God prepares for us is always good and always according to his promises. So having said that, I want to wrap it up with a favorite song like I always do to encourage us so that we can stand and enter into the doors that God is opening before us this year, unafraid, courageous, because he said that we are more than conquerors. As Stephen Curtis Chapman sings in this song. So we stand with 
So until next time, God bless you. And remember, he says that surely I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but to give you a future and a hope. This is Sharon Hughes saying it like it is. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Changing Worldviews. You can follow Sharon on social media or listen to her on many online platforms. Just go to our website, changingworldviews.com, for all the links. And until next time, stay informed, stay alert, because we are indeed living in a changing world. Music